Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Good morning, and welcome to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Or should I say, Rob Pratula Outdoors this Saturday. Rob, what did you do with him? Tony is in Nashville. He is working hard for the Friends of the NRA. They're going to be giving away a lot of money to uh, shooting events such as the Boy Scouts, uh, a lot of youth events, uh, skeet teams, a lot of money given away. We're talking millions of dollars given away to several organizations that need it, and it all goes towards encouraging youth to get outdoors and shoot. So he's up there working hard up in Nashville, and he does that the last Saturday of February every year. So I can count on it being the Rob Pritula Outdoor Show. So if you want to give us a call at 267-1023, 267-1023, and talk to your host, Rob Pritula, that would be me, but in the meantime, not only did I have to replace Tony, I had, not, I had to replace him. So I had brought in not one, not two, but three, for those of you watching on Facebook Live, three guests to replace Tony. Are you telling me we actually got a full house this time? We have a full, full house. We've got Don Osi. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? About as fine as I can be. All right. We got Mason. Hey. Hey. We require more than hey. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. See, that's called radio. Okay. <laughs> One word does not cut it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. And we got Scott. Good morning, Scott. The third wild turkey in the bunch. The third wild turkey. There we go. We're going to be talking some turkey today because turkey season comes up, what, uh, about April 4th? About a month. End yeah. of March. I think it's about April 4th, if I'm not mistaken. It's first Saturday in March, which I believe I don't. my phone is being used for... Uh, Facebook Live, but uh, if you'll flip that calendar over there or look at it, uh, should be. Usually it's like the last Saturday of March, but it could be. It might be pushed out to the first weekend in April this year. Saturday, April 4th. Okay. That's when we can go shoot some thunder chickens. Might as well. In the meantime, give us a call, 267-1023. We're going to be talking some turkey. We're going to be talking some other stuff today. But we have a full house. Uh, also, just FYI, if you decide to go fishing, hunting tomorrow, you need to purchase your new license. If you don't have a lifetime license, you need to purchase your new license. I did so yesterday. And may I suggest, just a friendly suggestion from a guy who knows a little bit about the outdoors, I get the hard card, which I absolutely love. Absolutely. It's easy mm -hmm. to keep in your wallet. And you have a choice this year of two different uh, styles or pictures. You have two different ones. You have the choice of two strutting toms i like the sound of that i'm thinking everybody in here works, would agree works for us and you have a choice of a brown trout i'm i'm guessing that's a that's a certain host's choice right i like the way they taste i like the way both of them taste to be honest mm -hmm. i mean you know turkey turkey and trout Ooh, we need to come up with some like and we're on to food at what <laughs> oh it didn't take us long it, we're in food it never like, does it never does <laughs> 5.11 in the morning, and we're on to food. Yeah, they've got two new cards. If you want the hard card, it, it's really convenient to keep. 
uh, keeping your wallet. So I always go for the hard card. Yes, it's an extra $5. No, you don't have to get it if you don't want it. It's an added $5 if you want it. But I go ahead and get it because I know the money goes to a good cause. So this year you have a choice of two. It's a good-looking card. Two uh, turkey strutting, full strut, Hmm. and one brown trout, one of which is not indigenous to Tennessee. Do you happen to know which one, young man? I have no clue. One of these one of these things does not belong in Tennessee. One of these things is not from Tennessee. Do you think it's the turkey or the trout? Probably the trout. Why? You're we, correct. We, okay. You're correct, but why? <laughs> I have no clue. Probably just because we don't have very good water. Actually, we've got really good water. We have lots of brown trout around, but the only thing is brown trout are not from the United States. They mm. are from Europe. See, that's our educational portion of the show. We just right? learned something. Things to know, yeah. They are originally from Europe, specifically uh, Germany and England and Ireland and in that area. So they were brought over when people migrated to the United States, and they brought these trout over and put them in our rivers. So brown trout are not indigenous, meaning natural fish, to Tennessee. Okay, so how'd they do that? How'd they bring trout over in a ship and disperse it? Actually, in barrels. Really? Yes. And kept them alive how? I like a, I have no idea. I, I wasn't. I wasn't one of the pilgrims. I don't know. <laughs> you think about that. I know. Oh, I know. In the world, they only had seven ships, right? Uh, I'm not sure on that one. That's, that fascinates me. The only yeah. trout that are native to the United States are rainbow trout, but they were only native to west of the Rockies because they were on the Pacific coast. Okay. And the brook trout, which were scattered out through Appalachia from New York all the way down to Georgia. So the brook trout are the eastern trout, and the rainbow trout, uh, including the cutthroat, were west of the Rockies. Now, they've all been stocked together because we've got streams here in Tennessee with rainbows, brooks, and browns in them. So, you know, they've been transplanted. Carp are not indigenous to the United States either. The the Europeans brought carp over, too, and introduced them into the United States. We didn't need them to do that. They're fun to catch. If you've ever caught one, they're fun to catch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, I guess they are good for what, eating the algae and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Back to your trout. Sorry. No, 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 not at all. That's no, just I'm... a phenomenal restoration. I mean, I, I can't comprehend that. Well, you talk about restoration. When I was a kid, I remember watching, there was a show out of Nashville on public television uh, called The Tennessee Outdoorsman with uh, Holt and... Another guy, I cannot remember his name off the top of my head. Um, but uh, Jimmy Holt, who died several years ago, and I cannot remember the other guy's name. Uh, but they show, they they would bring on uh, Doug Markham from the TWRA. Mm-hmm. And they would show videos that the TWRA did. And back in the 70s, they showed these people out of the field and they put all this corn out. Hmm. And they had this rocket net launcher. That's right. And they brought in all these turkeys, and I thought it was fascinating. They waited till they got in there and shot these rocket nets over these turkeys, and they were showing how they were trying to reintroduce turkeys. If you're talking about a species that has been, yes. you know, taken off, they took some of these turkeys out of West Tennessee and put them everywhere, you know. And now, I'm sorry, you cannot sling a dead cat and not hit a turkey That's right here right. these days. And I mean, That's we'll get we into like we'll get into the history of it a little bit later, but. Wow. I mean, you talk about a recovery story, mm-hmm. and a lot of that's due to your organization. And speaking of your organization, your event is coming up in 
what, two weeks? No, next well, Saturday. Ne- next Saturday. March next Saturday. 7th. One week. March 7th is the National Wild Turkey Cherokee Chapter Banquet at Chester Frost Park, and that's going to be at the Roundhouse. Doors open at 5.30 p.m., and we will be talking about that mostly today, talking about the great events and the stuff that you're going to have there, although I have never won a Yeti cooler there yet. I don't know how. I <laughs> I put in every time. It, it it's, it's irony is what it is at this point. It's irony. And we'll be talking about that event, which um, if you've never been to that event, you need to go because it is one of the it, – it's so different than every other event. In fact, I would consider it to be very kid-centric, Absolutely. youth-centric, and a focus on the youth. Yes. So That's intentional. Mm-hmm. We've been doing that about 10 years. We've got uh, phenomenal sponsors. You know, you can't mention a sponsor without mentioning Sportsman's Warehouse. Every year I show the crowd, Carl gives me about three foot of a receipt of donated items so that every kid gets a door prize. Uh, It's phenomenal when a kid wins a gun and he runs up and hugs you. Not dad, not mom. He comes up and hugs you. Mm -hmm. And then you find out that's his first gun. It may take him five years to be able to shoot it, but he don't care. It's a 12-gauge, and he's all about it. And... uh, there was a guy last year that, uh, that 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 happened to, and that's just a lifetime memory. You have imprinted a memory in that kid's life forever, and, and he'll have that gun forever. And that's what it's all about. Is Absolutely. Back. And I think that that's one of the things I like about this uh, Cherokee Chapter Banquet so much is that it is really pushing to bring a new generation outdoors, Absolutely. get them away from all the electronics and the other things, and uh, really encourage them to get outside. Yes. And that's one of the great things about y'all's organization. We're going to be talking some other turkey stuff as well. Now, Don, uh, I know you got a bail for the second hour, so Scott, you're going to be the uh, answer of all things turkey. Okay? Hey, Manlin, he's the executive, the CEO. <laughs> gotcha. Right. Note to self. Let me let me make a note. I do nothing without running it through him. Right. <laughs> N- note to self. Let me go ahead and make a note in there. B M O F. Big. And you man just think the- I've got stories. He's got stories. He can <laughs> right. tell. He's been involved in most of them. I was going to say, 95% of them have Don Osi. (laughs) There I go. Good and bad. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the event's coming up uh, March 7th, which is uh, next Saturday at uh, Chester Frost Park. The Roundhouse, you can't miss it if you go into Chester Frost Park. Go through the campsite, keep going, keep going, and when the road stops, you're at the Roundhouse. Real easy to find. That's it. Real easy to find. And uh, we'll be talking about that. We've got a few other things we will hit today. So if you got any questions for us, give us a call, 267-1023, 267-1023. But, again, please, big reminder, big reminder, and here it is. You have an extra day. Tennessee has an extra day of your license being good. However, Monday, 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 your license expires. Please don't go out without it, or otherwise you might get a ticket, and that could be bad. Not a good day. Not a good day. Or, here's a great idea, get a lifetime license. And be done with it. Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah. Did you buy yours? He did. Before I was born, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what happened, too. <laughs> so you didn't pay for it. Mm-mm. Are you going to help me pay for mine? Because I'm in that high tier category right now. Right. <laughs> it's about uh, $2,500 right now for me to get a lifetime license. It drops when I turn 65. Well, then you better wait then. How long am I going to have to wait? Well, how old are you? How old do you think I am? 
<laughs> Easy. You, you might not want me to say that. <laughs> he might be leaving the show a little earlier. Yeah, yeah. he might be. Yeah, I got a good while. To yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, be sure and get your renew your license for the state of Tennessee. And again, just just as a reminder, uh, the licenses are on sale. It's super easy. Go to TWA. Uh, I use the actual TWA on the on the go app, yep. which is really easy to use. Um, Charges you a slight fee at the end, but it's it's that's, worth it. The it it's fine and it's on the app. It's yep. secure. Uh, you can always pull it up on the app too, if for whatever reason you don't have your license on you. Exactly, that's and that's good. that's what my wife and I actually had that conversation. That uh, I bought my license. She goes, "Well, it's not going to be mailed to you for five seven days, and I'm going fishing tomorrow." I said, "Well, all I got to do is hit this app. That's right. Show the nice conservation officer. Yeah, there it is, and uh, You're good to go. I'm good to go. So that's you know really great and super convenient. Yeah, super convenient." Uh, and just remember that uh, your licenses, all of the license money is goes towards the TRA. TRA is not funded by state taxes. It's funded by user fees. That's a good thing. It is. Politically, it's a good thing. And, you know, if you buy a license, great. So, I thought it went to Tony Sanders. Uh, I don't think it goes to the Tony Sanders uh Retirement fund. I'm pretty sure it doesn't. I know he's a commissioner and all, we'll but find I'm out. He's probably up. He'll call in any second. <laughs> yeah, he'll let us know. You're listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors. We will be right back. There's a chill in the air. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Babies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the only ones you need to call for your commercial lawn care supplies. They are experts in fertilizer, lawn chemicals, mulch, stone, and all your commercial lawn care needs. They have the expertise to recommend formulated special blends for your lawn care company. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Babies have years of local knowledge and know what will work in this area. Go with the pros at Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Here come the 
Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors, or as it's known today, Rob Pratula Outdoors. Because I am your host and got several people in the studio this morning to help me. Appreciate you gentlemen coming in. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for having us. Uh, Just to let everybody know, you get an extra day of free fishing this year due, due to the leap year, but delayed harvest regulations are in effect through February 29th. So if you're out trout fishing, delayed harvest is still in effect beginning March 1st. Anglers can harvest trout from the Doe, Hiawassee, Paint Creek, and Piney River, and Teleco River after March 1st. It has to be March 1st, so delayed harvest is still in effect right now. So if you're heading out to the water, just keep that in mind. And uh, be aware there may be some closures up in the Teleco area in the very near future. So we'll be talking a little bit more about that as that comes along. But today we are talking turkey. A lot of turkey. A lot of turkey in this room, Rob. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of turkey. They're, and they're, they're heavily populated. Heavily populated <laughs> with turkey. A lot of turkey. A lot of turkeys. Um, we, we mentioned earlier, it, it's a big recovery story. Well, not really recovery, but uh, it, it's, it shows how conservation and how good management practices and relocation can help a species. Yes, You've told stories, and I love hearing them, of many years ago, people would go turkey hunting, and if they actually heard a turkey... They were successful. That was a success. Yes. Whether they shot or not, as long as they heard one. Yeah, there are guys in our chapter today that have experienced that. The two patriarchs of our chapter, Jim Arthur and uh, Mike Halter, told story after story after story. Mr. Halter would go up to Silco Campground. He'd hunt the whole season, and if he heard a bird... No matter how close or far, he was excited. He was also one that was involved in all this, uh, the cannon nets. They would go to West Tennessee or they would go to another state. They would set it up to where they the turkeys were coming in. They'd shoot the cannon, get to them, put them in a box, relocate them. So to give you an idea, in 1984, there was approximately 30,000 birds in the state of Tennessee. 1984, they took, they took, 14 hens and four toms right up to Flat Top Mountain. In fact, it, the property that adjoins our lease, they set them out right there, and that's what basically populated that whole plateau. So today, 2000, as of I think the last count was 2018, we're north of 350,000 birds in the state of Tennessee with more hunters hunting birds than there were in 1984. People miss that. That you know, there's a correlation there between hunters and habitat and wildlife. People think, no, leave them alone. They'll make it on their own. They will not. It's it's a proven fact. You can look at deer. You can look at turkeys. You can look at pheasants. You can look at the Canadian geese. All the way down the line, if you don't have hunters, you don't have wildlife. Period. It's not up for debate. That's the way it is. So you've probably got a minimum five times the hunters that you had in 84, and you've got ten times or more the birds that you had in 1984. That's a true success story right there. Absolutely. Absolutely that is. That, that's absolutely wonderful. The, the, turkey, ish, the turkey issue of, of the relocation has been successful, but I, I couldn't have said it better. Like you said, if it wasn't for hunters, we wouldn't, you know, 
we wouldn't have these species. Yeah, we, we missed that boat a little bit, and, and maybe we don't toot our horn enough. Everybody wants to toot their horn about their idea. Mm-hmm. We don't tend to do that a lot. We just tend to keep plugging and keep doing what we know works. You know, that might be a phenomenal idea for people in other parts of the country, but we'll leave it at that. Um, now, I'm I'm sitting amongst some major turkey hunters, and i got to say, and I'll get to you in just a minute, Scott. Don, you've got the World Slam or? The World. It's actually all three. I got the rank, the Grand, the Royal, and the World. All right, and the Grand Slam is? The four, the four birds in the United States. Eastern, Rio Grande, Miriams, and? Osceola. Osceola. In Florida. Yep. Okay. And then you went to South America and got? The Oscillated. Okay. Which is down near um, Campeche is where I shot mine. Okay. And then I shot my Gould, my last one. I was with Jim Parker, and I shot it in uh, Durango, Mexico. Okay. About 9,200 feet. And they're all uniquely colored. There's differences within the species. Yes. Um, I mean, you get normal differences of this flock versus that flock, but when you look at a Osceola versus a Rio Grande versus an Eastern, there's significant color variation yes. between all of them. And you've taken the World Slam, is yes. that correct? That's and correct. how many people have done that in this area? As far as I know, three. Um, when I registered mine in 2011, I was number 189 that had done it. In the world? Yes. Wow. Now, I don't know how many uh, have done it since then, but I was number 189. That's that's absolutely amazing. That's absolutely amazing. How far how far are you along? I've just got the two. I've got the Eastern and the Osceola. Don was with me on that the Florida hunt when I got the Osceola. So cool. That's I've, one of those trips, Rob. That, I mean, that's one of them. Mark that's one of those. Down, put it on your list. Yeah, man in the backyard naked. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that story. He was there. <laughs> that was me. Well, you got to tell it now. Man, I want the man in the backyard <laughs> naked. And I wasn't looking at the man. That the wasn't you. Naked. It wasn't now. No, he Correct. wasn't thought no, of yet. Yeah, okay, you weren't. All right, so well, we brought it up. Now you got to tell it. So <laughs> my my future to be son-in-law is playing in a baseball tournament down in uh, I think it was Daytona Beach, somewhere down in there. Yeah, and they went from there to Orlando. So I'd went down the year before with them, and I was unsuccessful. Well, I pulled up on a piece of property, and there was birds back to the left of the house. So, you know. We just kind of developed this thing where we'll just go knock on the door. And mm-hmm. It works from time to time. and So I pulled down this long sand driveway, and I got around the back, and they're laying just sprawled out, radio playing, towel over their head, was a 60-something-year-old man. The bad thing is I pulled up, and he didn't know I was in the world, and I debated if I wanted to get out of the truck and go ask him if I could hunt them birds, and I just... Uh, I had a hard time with that one, so I, I just backed out and figured I'd try my luck again. So Scott and I decided to go back the following year, and uh, we actually hunted Georgia one morning, got run out of Georgia. We were hunting a piece of property of a friend of ours, mm-hmm. and these birds kept going to a certain spot, and I told him, I said, I want to know what them birds are doing. And we couldn't do nothing with them, and we'd been hunting them birds for weeks. We're standing in the woods, and all of a sudden we come across this utopia of a food plot, hundreds of acres. 
man, we're looking at it. We're watching the birds and just enjoying it. Our guns are unloaded. They're, they're just kind of on our shoulder, and all of a sudden we hear, don't you move. I'll shoot you dead. Don't you move. I hollered out, I ain't moving. So Scott, <laughs> Scott was, I think Scott was still a teenager. He just kind of slid behind me. <laughs> <laughs> so that man come out. It had to be 90 degrees, and the only camouflage he had on was insulated coveralls, and he was sweating hard. Oh, Lord. Don't know what he had on underneath because he had it zipped, unzipped halfway down, and there was no shirt to be found. Mm. Wanted to know what we were doing trespassing on his property, and we told him we just wanted to see what the birds were doing and why. Had no intention to hunt. Well, I'm going to call. I said, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, if I, We understand. No problem. We wound up warming up to that guy. So much so, four years later, I give him a Jeff McCamey box call, and he let me take a handicapped kid on his property to hunt. Wow. Mr. Everett. Wow. So Scott and I load up that morning, still shook, hoping that he ain't following us. You know, we get out to the interstate. We feel like we can outrun him. He had an old red Chevy S10 truck, mm-hmm. and it had three different color hubcaps on it. And... uh it was one of them deals where you take a bungee cord and tie on the back uh, tailgate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what he had. And uh, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I thought we were going to get shot. I didn't want to let Scott know that because he was my hunting buddy. Right. But we got out of there by the skin of our teeth. We go down to Florida. Scott shoots his bird. We step into an alligator hole. Um, <laughs> we get permission to hunt. So we, we go down this road, and there's a young guy down there, and he's got a boondogger truck that's got, you know, 55-inch tires or whatever on it. You can't turn it. You can just go straight. Oh, yeah, we'll take you out. <laughs> he takes us out the next morning barefoot. Uh, he, that's what he did. So we go out, and we're sitting there hunting, and a cow come between us. And the guy said, shoot that cow. I said, man, I ain't shooting no cow. It's messing up the hunt. I said, I don't care. I'll come back. I ain't shooting a cow. And he starts mumbling and cussing and so he winds up having to go to work. So we wind up going further into the property. And all of a sudden, here comes a man on a four-wheeler, and we start waving at him. We want him to know, hey, we're here. We're hunting. Well, he asks us what we're doing on his property. Well, we're Strike hunting. too. So so-and-so said we could hunt. Well, you can't hunt. This is private property. I said, well, sir, I'm sorry. We didn't drive 10 hours to, you know, be hunting on private property. Well, we just can't let anybody hunt near. People's been shooting our cows. <laughs> oh, God. This ain't going good at all. Gee, I wonder who. Yeah. So Scott winds up shooting his bird. Now we're trying to find me a bird. We find one down in this same area. This guy owns a piece of property, and he owns racetracks. He's part owner of the Daytona 500. Hmm. Well, what's that mean? I call him. So I went through about six people to call him. We found a guy down there. He said, well, there's no way you'll hunt on that property. And I said, well, I'm going to try. So I reached the guy on his yacht. Scott takes me in there. I got a circle around about 300 yards. I call the birds. Here they come. Bam. I shoot my Osceola. Look here. He can keep you here for about three weeks. <laughs> I'm telling you stuff like that. Unreal. See, yeah. th- these are the great outdoor stories that, that need to be published in a book at some point. Well, we've been told that from time to time. <laughs> and that story, we met the sheriff of the county, too. I forgot about that. <laughs> Officer Shackelford. Yes. 
yeah. in a roundabout way. All right, so we've we've got we got two Floridian we got two Florida guys, one naked guy, a big truck, cows, and a sheriff. Yes. Okay. Fair and we're enough. hunting the and sheriff's property that he got kicked off on. The year before. Unreal. And he's like, how in the world did y'all do this? Yeah, he wanted to know how we did it. Unreal. Just call the guy on his yacht. Well, I mean, what else do you do? (laughs) But, hey, makes perfect sense to me. Might as well. Might as well. You're listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors. If you want to give us a call, give us a call, 267-1023, It sits above the mantle on a couple rust. The good Lord only knows all the stories it can tell. Granddaddy's gone. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Glad you're joining us this morning. We're talking a little turkey, uh, specifically on the 7th of March, which is next Saturday. The National Wild Turkey Federation Cherokee Chapter Banquet is going to be out at Chester Frost State Park. The doors open at 5.30 p.m. How do people get tickets or find out a little bit more information about it? There's a couple ways to do it. You can go online to NWTF Events, and you'll see Cherokee uh, Chapter Banquet. You can buy them online. Uh, you can call somebody. We've got uh, postings all over Facebook. You can go to Cherokee Chapter on Facebook. There's a couple of numbers there, uh, or you can just come and get it at the gate. We're, we're good either way. We've done it all three ways, and don't know that one's better than the other. All right, awesome. So it'll be a good time. Just a reminder, you know, a banquet uh, meal ticket and membership is $50. Uh, kids get in free up to 16, so we pay for their membership and their meal, and they get a door prize from Sportsman's Warehouse. So this is year 10. Um one of these days, I'm going to try to figure out how many thousands of dollars that consists of. But we've got some phenomenal Jake's sponsors uh, that make that possible. And so, kids under 16, totally free. Totally free. Totally. Free. We don't we don't let them walk out the door without something, Rob. I've That's noticed important. that every year. I've no every kid goes out of there with a big smile on their face, yeah. and when they win a gun, they go out with it. Now, it might really be a, it might get a little hectic. You know, there'll be duck calls and turkey calls and owl hooters and. Clankers and clackers and just about anything else. But All right, so food. I remember one year I came, I forget where I was, but I had an event and I had on a white shirt and y'all had barbecue. Yeah, it's probably not going to work. <laughs> okay, so what are we having this year? The same thing. Barbecue? Don't awesome. wear white. Yep. Okay. Uh, Ribbon Loin, again, has been a partner with us uh, from day one. And uh, truthfully, we just haven't found a better option. Uh, last year they upped the game and actually brought in ribs and chicken. Uh, and that was a big success. The uh, cleanup was a little bit lengthy, um, but other than that, it was it was a good time. And there's a couple crazy pictures out there on Facebook where I had it all over me. That was intentional. <laughs> I'm not that sloppy. Yeah, I, I seem to recall that. He ruined the white shirt. Yeah, yes. I, I I wore one one year and was like trying to be extra careful. So this year, I, I guess I need to wear some camo. So if I spill anything on me, <laughs> nobody will know. Yeah. Now the wife wasn't real happy, but I had to convince her that was an older shirt. Yeah. Uh, but that was wrong. I got the wrong shirt. 
It wasn't a good day. Note to self. Note yeah. to self. Yeah, messed now, that one up. Now it's another you, Don Osi story. Yes. Now, are you excited about turkey season? I can't wait. You can't wait, huh? You're super excited. Very. Good. Again, with more than one word would be appreciated. <laughs> so, yeah. so how's school going? Very good. Oh, two words. There we go. Now we're doing good. It's progress. It's <laughs> progress. We're working on it. So where are you at school right now? Uh, fifth grade. Fifth grade. Okay. And what are you going to do with your life later to support your parents in their old age? We'll see. Cut grass. <laughs> yeah, like this cut summer. Grass. Oh, you have a grass cutting service? He will this I summer. Will. <laughs> you heard it here, folks, and they can contact you. So when you start your own business, if somebody needs their grass cut. Call him. Call Don. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. All right. Yeah, we're going to put him on the tractor this summer. Oh, I had a push mower. Well, he'll have that as well. We got. Okay, for there some you go. All meat. right, yeah, just as long as you get the full experience of the whole thing. All right. So school's going good. You're looking forward to turkey hunting, and you're going down to Atlanta today. Yes, sir. All right, awesome. Went to Kansas a couple weeks ago. Well, a couple months ago now. How was that? That was crazy. It was awesome. And what did you hunt? Pheasant. And how was that? It was crazy. Awesome. Cool. Cool. So, what else do you like? Um. I race motocross and play football some most of the time. Motocross and football, okay. Eat. eat. He likes to yeah, eat. Yeah, I like to eat. Do you like pina coladas, getting caught in the rain? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You lost him on that yeah, one. Right? That, that, yeah, that one, yeah, that one was a, a little stretch. Tell, <laughs> so he, tell so your he, dad to play that song later. You, you'll right. understand. So he decided last year he didn't want any more Christmas presents. He wanted to go hunting for Christmas. So we've been twice now. Nice. Good call, man. Good yeah. call on that. Good stuff. Definitely. Guide trip is always a way to go for Christmas. Well, we're going to take a break, and you are listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Stay with us. We will wrap up this hour. Thanks for listening. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Sportsman's Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, there you go, Mason. If you have half a brain, there is the song that I was talking about when you gave me the look of I have no idea what you're talking about. So there you go, buddy. You just dated yourself, Rob. Oh, bad. I know. And I'm, got the saucer eyes from an 11-year-old. Yeah, apparently I have uh, didn't know my audience on that one. <laughs> Although, I was anyway. tracking with you, though, buddy. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you being there. Hey, coming up on the 7th is the National Cherokee Chapter Banquet up at Chester Frost State Park. 
Also, on the 14th, we have a lot going on. Mark your calendars on the 14th. The DU Green Wing Youth Event is coming up at Covey Creek Farms. That's going to be a great event for all kids. They can participate in shooting. Uh, bow and arrow. DNR is going to be out there from Georgia. TWRA is going to be out there. They can trout fish. Crappie Club is going to be out there. Trout Unlimited is going to be out there. Wild Turkey is going to be out there. Rocky Mountain Elk is going to be out there. Sportsman's Warehouse is one of the major sponsors, and they're going to be out there. And they can practice a whole bunch of fun things outdoors. They can hike, bike, camp, everything out there. So that is a great event for kids, and that's coming up on the 14th. Also on the 14th is the SCI Banquet coming up at the Chattanooga Convention Center. Doors open at 5.30 p.m., so you attend the SCI Banquet. If you don't want to attend the SCI Banquet, and I don't know why you wouldn't, you can attend the International Fly Fishing Film Tour at Naker Naked River Brewing Company. We've got a lot of naked today. <laughs> naked River Brewing Company. Doors open at 5. Tickets are $20. That's at 1791 Reggie White Boulevard. Then on the 21st of March is the New Salem Baptist Fish Fry. In I've Saudi. been to that. Oh, I love that. That's one of my favorite events. Uh, doors open at 5 p.m. Speakers Randy Howell, $10 to get in, and they could use some fish. So uh, if you have any crappie to donate, they would greatly appreciate it at New Salem Baptist Church. Uh, on the 2nd of April, the, D the UTC DU Banquet is going to be at Southside Social at 6 p.m. And then on the 29th of October, go ahead and mark your calendars, is the DU Fall Flight Event out at Camp Jordan. Doors open at 5.30. Uh, we do have a caller who, and I can't see it because of the coloration on it's, this. It's uh, Russ. Russ. Russ, can you please hold or call back on the next one? I've got to go a hard break in about 20 seconds. So, Russ, I will get to you. Please call in in the next hour. I just can't take it right now. I got this hard break. I probably know that turkey, by the way. You probably do know this turkey? I think I do. Okay. Well, Russ, I do apologize. You called it a, a hard break, and I've got like five, ten seconds now. So He's got nothing to do. He can wait. Okay. Russ, I will get you on the air. I promise. I promise. You got the promise from the trout professor. <laughs> You're listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors. We will be right back with our number two. Please keep listening, and if you have any questions or comments, give us a call, 267-1023. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vest, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Welcome to hour number two of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Glad you joined us this morning. If you want to give us a call, 267-1023, 267-1023. Russ, if you call back, I will put you on the air. Uh, just uh, going through some Facebook stuff here while I had the break. Uh, it's kind of hard to do five things at once. Uh, good morning, Shane Boyd, Barry Atkins, David Wright. Don't know where you are, but glad you joined us. 
Uh, GT Montgomery, glad you're here, sir. Andy Eddings and uh, Travis Palmer reminded us that also on the 14th, uh, the Teleco River cleanup on the Hiawassee River is going to be March 14th. So that's another event you can attend on the 14th. So that makes four different events. But uh, Travis is up in Teleco Plains this morning, hopefully doing a little bit of trap fishing. Because we can't turkey hunt yet. That's not yet. Not yet. Too soon. Too soon. But we are talking turkey. Scott, appreciate you coming in, talking about the event that's coming up on March 7th. And uh, obviously, we've been talking about that. Uh, you can get tickets uh, online or you can get them at the door. Yep. Uh, it's very kid-centric. It is very a very fun family atmosphere. Yeah. I, I think that's fair to say. Fair to say. Okay. Um. But every kid goes home with a door prize uh, because of your great sponsors, including Sportsman's Warehouse and many, many others. But this event's coming up on the seventh, and if you like barbecue, or the seventh of March, and if you like barbecue, that's the place to be. And it's always well attended. I mean, yeah, I, I go to I go to Rocky Mountain Elk, I go to SCI, I go to all the all these events. But yours is is it has a different atmosphere. It really yeah. does, and. Uh, What's up? What's up for this year? What's going to be available for people this year? Right. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, we're we're probably one of the more laid back, uh, family blue collar, if you will, mm-hmm. um, kind of organizations and banquets that you'll attend. A very reasonable, uh, you know, ticket price. If you want to come, um, just to get in the door for a meal only ticket, fifteen dollars. If you want to join the NWTF, which we highly encourage. Uh, it's a fifty dollar uh, ticket, and that includes your meal. So fifteen and thirty five makes fifty. Um, we all, we have different ways for you to sponsor. Which uh, if you if you like us on Facebook, uh, check out our Instagram page. Um, we're out there. There's links to to buy tickets and to see more about our our chapter, what we stand for. But uh, Rob, you'd ask a question about what we've got going on. We'll have several raffles for guns, which. A lot of guys are always interested in that. You know, how many guns are you giving away this year? So we'll have the gun raffles. We'll be doing a, a live auction. We'll do the silent auction, which has a lot of uh, hunting products, uh, knives. On the live auction, we've got prints. We've got hunts, um, sculptures. Um, you've been, I'm, I oh, can't yeah. think if I'm leaving anything out there. Uh, a lot of box calls. Too. Box calls, yes. A lot of box calls. And uh, depending on the year, sometimes if you buy a box call, you get uh, in the live auction, you get possibility to put in for something else. I don't know That's if they're going to do that this year yeah. or not. But we'll do that. Uh, what are the hunts that are available this year? That's a good question. Uh, I think we're still finalizing, but we'll have a turkey hunt. Usually we have a rabbit hunt mm-hmm. uh, with a member of our chapter, David Elliott, the big rabbit hunter. Um, and then I think Don, he has a partnership potentially with a pheasant hunt and or a quail hunt. Uh, a lot of times that's that's on the live auction, um, but we're still finalizing the details on that. But uh, it's a fun night for all. Oh gosh, yes, gosh, yes, and very very family centric. So if you're if you got kids and or if you want to go to a great family event, be sure and show up at Chester Frost Park at the Roundhouse, and that's the, at 5:30 p.m. on March 7th. And I bought the hunt. Um, out there, okay. And I went with Don Osi and got my very, very, very first turkey. Yeah, uh, I called it the Baton Turkey Death March <laughs> because we had turkeys maybe 200 yards to our left, and we kept calling, or he called, and I was sitting motionless. 
and we heard him, we heard him, we heard him, we heard him. He says, they're not moving. And I said, okay. He says, we're going to crawl across this open field. And I said, crawl? He said, yeah, we're going to belly crawl real slow across this open field. And so he takes off, and then I take off after him. Little did he bother to tell me this field was full of briars. And uh, I, I punctured myself in many locations that, <laughs> that I really didn't want punctured. So then we get to the far side of the field, we stand up, and we go down the side of this mountain. And Don is in good shape. Don's in, I, I'm, I picked a shape, and it's round, and I have achieved that. Don's in good shape. So he starts going down this hill like a mountain goat. And we start going down. We hit this river bottom, and then we go a couple, yard, couple hundred yards, and then we climb back up the mountain so we would pop up where the turkeys are. So we are climbing up this mountain, and it's like a, I'm thinking it's well over 50 degrees in, you know, oh, yeah. it, it's vertical. And I get up there, and I see these heads walking along at about 40 yards. And Don says, he, he takes out his little clippers. He's got these, like, pruning shears, and he very quietly clips this limb, clips this other limb. And I put that shotgun right through there. And he said, all right, calm down. And I'm just, I'm sucking air like nobody's business because we've just <laughs> done this march. I'm bleeding from orifices that I didn't know I had. <laughs> and I lined up, and I took my first turkey. And uh, it was really cool because they were walking, and w- we could see the footprint, his last footprint. Okay. In the dirt right where, I mean, he, he I shot, and he just literally went. Yeah down i mean there was no it was drt dead right Right, there right there and uh that was i I have more memories of that hunt and that's what turned me on to turkey hunting and i have gone i've gone every year i haven't been successful but i have gone at least once every year and i it turned me on to turkey hunting because that was so amazing the sitting and the calling and then you he makes these little you know, little purrs and yep. clucks and everything. Okay. And then all of a sudden you hear this thunderous gobble. Mm-hmm. And that just, it got, it got me going. And I love, I, if, if somebody said, Rob, you can only do one type of hunting, I said, I, I have no problem. It would be probably either turkey or crane. It's going to be bird, but it's yeah. going to be turkey or crane. But, yeah, when I got back, I looked at my arms uh, from where I had belly crawled across this field. It looked like I had lost a fight with a weed eater. <laughs> I mean, there was like scrapes and but see, that's that made me appreciate that turkey that much yeah. more. I mean, if I walk out, sit down for two minutes, here comes turkey, boom. Yeah. No, that's no. not turkey hunting. You got to put in your dues. I can assure you, if you go with Don Osi, you're gonna uh, pay your dues and you're gonna have a story to tell. And the second, and you do. And the second time, we we were hunting way up on top of the mountain, right? And this white-headed tom came in. Yeah. And he's between, and there's like two trees, and there's like. He's in between the two trees, and I'm sitting there thinking, ethically, I can't get a shot through there. And I'd see his head pop. He'd be looking on one side of the tree, then he'd be on the other side of the tree. He knew something was up, but he didn't know what. And we're not him. We could not get him to break, but in the morning on that second hunt I went with, we were set up, and a jet plane flew over. Yeah, they'll hit that. And they gobbled, 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 and then about sunlight, we heard this. Oh, yeah. And it sounded like a bag of wet concrete yeah. hitting the ground. And he said, they're down. Not the most graceful of birds coming no, out of a tree. But but I'll tell you what, those those memories of turkey hunting are just 
are amazing to me, and I I, yeah. I love having those memories. Um, I've had several shots at other turkeys, but I've only taken one. I didn't ethically think I could make that shot uh, the second time I was with Don, and I said, I, I don't yeah. have a shot. I just couldn't see it. And, um, you know, I've had a couple other. I had one uh, at a, a friend of ours' place, Corky. He had a tur- There was a turkey that came in, but it was it was just too far out, and I knew I shouldn't shoot, and, yeah. and I didn't. Um, but um, if you get into turkey hunting, this is if, you're, if you've ever been interested in turkey hunting, this would be a great place to meet people, to buy a hunt, and to get involved, and to get your kids involved, especially. Right. Yep. Now, you've got how many children? Three. Three. And have they all joined you at some point? They, uh, they have. They have. And, uh, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that, Rob, because I, I didn't start hunting until I was a freshman in college. Mm-hmm. Played ball, you know, gr- uh, growing up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the ball fields were our, or the gyms were our homes. But uh, the sp- the first semester, or excuse me, the second semester, so in the spring of 1996 was my first time to hunt. And I hunted with Don for three years without toting a gun because I just wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. I hadn't I hadn't really hunt, fish, anything like that growing up. And so I went with him. I was making the memories, you know, you know and, and learning, you know, for three years before I even harvested my, my first bird. That's great. Yeah. But, it, I mean, and, and you're right. Turkey hunting is so exciting. It's it's different. I think everybody equates hunting to like deer hunting, where you go to a, a tree stand. There's nothing wrong with deer hunting. I'm not knocking that at all. But you go to a tree stand and it's cold and you sit there all day. As you know, turkey hunting's not that. You might be crawling through a, a briar patch or going across a creek bed, uh, creek bed because the turkeys are gobbling on the other side of this ridge. To hear them gobble, to to hear them, uh, you know, fly down, to watch them strut, to hear a hen call. When you're making the call and they're responding and they're coming to you, exactly. There's nothing like it. Oh, exactly. You you hit the nail on the head with that one. I was uh, guiding for the uh, Wounded Warriors this year over at Enterprise South, which I do every year. Which is, it's truly an honor to guide these guys. We're out there deer hunting, and we had late evening hunt. We probably had twenty, fifteen, twenty turkeys come up on us, and I kept seeing this this head move, and I said, "Just be real quiet." And we and I took a video of it, posted it on my Facebook page about the hunt. Wrong species, but we had we had these turkeys almost pecking at the blind, yeah. and we just you know stayed real still. I mean, we didn't see any deer. I mean, but and we yeah. weren't there to harvest turkeys. But you know, it's still interesting to know that the reintroduction of the species not not really reintroduction, but the management of the species yeah. has been so profound and so successful that we now have turkeys. All over the place. Yep. So it's always been a, a good thing to see the management. And and like Don said in the first hour, it's it's the hunters. It's yeah. The hunters. Well, we'll be talking a little bit more turkey when we come back. You're listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors, and we will be right back. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 
423-280-3677. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Talking a little turkey, talking about the National Wild Turkey Federation Cherokee Chapter Banquet that's coming up on the 7th. You can get tickets online or you can get them at the door. That's going to be next Saturday at Chester Frost Park at the Roundhouse. Doors open at 5.30 p.m. And always a great time. Always good food. Uh, We talked about that earlier. Um, Always a really good, fun family event. So... Glad to have y'all here with us. Thanks for having us, Rob. I appreciate y'all coming in and talking about it. So with turkey season heating up or getting ready to start, have you done any scouting or anything already? I haven't. Uh, we talk, I talked to Don uh, last week. We have had a, uh, a member of our lease that, that has been up there in the last couple of weeks. and I've seen some. They're still bunched up, mm-hmm. which happens this time of year. They haven't split. Hens and gobblers still together. But uh, uh, they, were in a, they were in a couple of fields and so that's 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 good that's good activity that's what we like to hear oh yeah always and and at least seeing birds is a great thing i mean like don said earlier you know what 20 30 years ago you if you heard one you were successful right. now now we're looking for numbers so yeah i'll tell you where the best place i've i've been scouting a location um i don't know if you know where it is uh the roundabout over at tva oh, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about putting a pop-up line right in the center of that roundabout and trying to shoot between cars yep. uh, because there is a whole flock of them over there. The, there were three jakes that would just stand yep. by right by the edge of the road, and they they were road hazards. So if I shot those birds, I'd be doing <laughs> I'd be doing uh, people a favor. Right. So that's self defense. That, yeah, exactly. You know. You know, they were trying to attack a car, and I, you know, I feel like you were threatened. Exactly. You know, they were coming right at us. You know, yeah. stand your ground. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My son takes no. a hitting lesson right off Access Road. I know exactly where you're talking about. Yeah, and we see them all the time in that row of pines right there by yep. the by the dam. Oh, know. row of pines. They're down by the road. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I talked to a. Uh, they're also on the other side on 153 down yep. there. Uh, just as you're coming to the exit for access road okay uh, i was talking to a cop friend of mine uh there was one he was working a wreck over there and one of them came up and started almost pecking on his pants right. and he was trying to shoo him away oh yeah and uh it, th- those turkeys need to be taught a lesson huh? city birds yeah they need to be taught a lesson i'm telling you <laughs> no i'm not going to do that yes i know it's against t- it was a joke for those of you who are going to call in and say you can't hunt from the road yeah i know i know i know <laughs> 
But speaking of turkey, I used to, uh, like you said, I didn't get into really, I, I had hunted a little bit as a kid, but I really didn't get into it until um, when I got with Tony, he, you know, I said, hey, I'd like to try this. And, you know, it, it was later in life that I started hunting. I've always fished. Uh, I fished my way through college. I fished my way through uh, elementary and high school, did a lot of fishing. But um, when I was in college, I would get in good with people because I didn't hunt. I would get in good with turkey hunters and I would get in good with duck hunters. Yep. And I get in good with anybody who went out west because they would bring me pheasant feathers, turkey feathers, and uh, the ducks guys would give me a whole bunch of duck feathers. So I always got in good with the guys uh, that did a lot of the bird hunting. And now having harvested my own birds on several occasions and used the feathers to tie flies, it, it makes it a little bit more special when I tie that fly. So to me um yeah it's it's kind of full circle thing but we do believe it or not we uh, we do use a lot of turkey in fly tying i mean a lot of turkey hmm. um and i've always used it so uh we use a lot of pheasant um we use a lot of duck we use a lot of goose i've tied some sandhill crane flies which um i haven't had a chance to throw any for trout yet but i've tied a few with with legally taken sandhill cranes um but i always i always try to stay in good with the the good hunters so, hey, we got a call here. We're going to go ahead and go to the phones. Uh, we're going to talk to, hopefully, we're going to be talking to Beaverman. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning. I hear, I hear turkey. <laughs> yeah, well. Is that out on language, Beaverman? It's, it's a beaver that uh, identifies as a turkey. How about that? <laughs> Fair enough. How are you doing this morning, sir? Just fine and dandy. You know, Tony had asked me that one time last fall. I was like, so what would be your favorite uh, type of hunting? And I, you know, I said deer hunting because I do like peace and solitude and don't really like being around people at all. And so the deer hunting is good for that. But turkey hunting, that's where the best stories come from, by far, far and away. I mean, deer hunting is like, well, I saw a thur and it was cold and then a deer walked by. But yeah. I didn't shoot it. Turkey hunting's always like, well, you're never going to believe this blank. Right. Oh. There was this naked guy, and I'm turkey hunting. Yeah, that type of story. <laughs> I, I don't really know where you turkey hunt, Rob, but it, I, I'm scared to go with you if there's naked people. Um, Beaver Man, you might have missed the first hour of the show. Yeah, you might have. Oh, oh I did. <laughs> it, it, it was an ongoing trend. I, I slept in this today. For, Good for you. Good for you, the man. The first You're time, saying. yeah, way way past uh, 5.30. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's always exciting. There's always, you know, some just wacky twist of fate that makes it uh, makes it interesting. But um, I, there, there's a roving band of thugs over in uh, River Hill subdivision that, that terrorizes yep. my crews on a weekly basis. The turkeys. The turkeys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they have it out for me. It really it's become personal. <laughs> they 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 stalk me in the street. They wait till we finish cleaning up these ladies' yards, and then they go and maliciously sling the pine straw back out into the yards. They they peck its things and then defecate on her deck. Oh gosh! They're just a roving band of thugs. I'm. And I said, you know, I I said, Ms. Ollie, I can take care of that. She goes, Don't you dare! I've got every one of them named and numbered. <laughs> And I'll call the game warden on you. <laughs> Not a nuisance after all, huh? 
she likes her turkeys. Well, fair enough. <laughs> Taste their own. If she's named them, you know, now, you know, you can, I guess you can't eat, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry over there or whoever they are. <laughs> no, but there's one There's one that the Jakes are just really dumb. I mean, I, I can I have a lot of fun with them because I can walk up by our garage and just start grout, you know, chirping a little bit, and they they get all excited and they come running. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could I, – and. I mean, right down like her her walk her walkway on her deck come mm-hmm. to me. It's it's really ridiculous. But there's this one dude that, and he always stays back up a little ways. He is huge. He looks like a caricature of a enormous turkey. I mean, he's bow legged. His beard drags the ground. Oh, wow. His snood drags the ground. His I, I mean, old bird. I, Gary, her husband's watched him through the binocs. Said his spurs are over an inch and a half. Jeez. Wow, that's a, he's a monster. That's a mature bird, for but sure. he he's smart enough. He'll I mean, he chirps. He, he he gobbles out pretty hard, but he he doesn't come in too close. Yeah, unreal. Well, I appreciate you letting us have that turkey story this morning. Well, it's there's like I said, there's always good ones, and I'm looking forward to an upcoming season, mm-hmm. um, both in Georgia and. Tennessee, possibly. Oh, yeah! It's time to get your license yep. this year. You, you get a, you get an extra day today, guys. But uh, if you're going to go fishing in Tennessee tomorrow, best to have that new license. Indeed, indeed. So appreciate you calling. All right, gentlemen. Y'all have a good one. See you, buddy. He made a comment about the uh, getting on a pile of uh, getting on a pile of Jake's Don's. Son-in-law Derek and I were on a pile, uh, three of them, a couple of years ago, and they came in gobbling their heads off. We thought for sure we were on to something, and it ended up being three Jakes. They had like little four or five-inch beards. Of course, we didn't take them, but man, they were gobbling. Normally, they just have like a, a short yeah. gobble, yeah. like. But these were, I mean, they were rolling all the way over, and we came in, saw their broken fans, and like, good grief, we're on a pile of Jakes. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Well, we'll talk a little bit more turkey when we come back. You're listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That is more than the catchy jingle when it describes State Farm agent Rodney Allen. For over 20 years, Rodney and his team of professionals have been taking care of our family's insurance needs. Whether it's home, auto, life, or insurance, or your outdoor toys, whatever it is, Rodney Allen and State Farm can handle these needs. Don't forget your banking and financial needs as well. Reach Rodney Allen and his staff at 423-847-3881. Again, that's 423-847-3881. And invest a few minutes of your time to deal with a financial professional and his staff. Rodney Allen, State Farm. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Talking a little turkey this morning. Hopefully calling them in. I'm just waiting for that thunderous response. A big gobble. Uh, got a, a hair on the neck. Oh, on the back gosh. of my neck stand up right there. Oh, it does. Rob. 
Got a uh, email or an email? Listen to me. Facebook message. Uh, appreciate everybody this morning. I've been trying to reply to them as I can. I'm trying to do three things at once. But uh, Ross Malone uh, said that he wanted to be sure and thank the Cherokee chapter for their BB gun uh, tent to display at the DU Great Outdoors event. I know y'all are going to be out there with that. So DU helping or Wild Turkey helping DU out at their event, which is coming up March 14th. So. All the conservation groups kind of help each other out. I mean, yeah. we, we always all attend each other's banquets. Yep. I mean, you know, everybody goes to SCI. Everybody goes to Rocky Mountain Elk, Friends of the NRA, uh, Ducks Unlimited. You know, uh, I'm a Trout Unlimited guy, so we go to the DU Festival. We go to everything. So it, it's great to see uh, sportsmen and, and people who believe in conservation of animals. And, 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 and like Don said in the first hour, he said it so well. Go back and listen to it. If it wasn't for the hunters, there would be no conservation. Yeah. We're partners in conservation. Exactly. We love to hunt them. Uh, don't get me wrong, but uh, there's a conservation piece of it that people miss out on, and that's very important. Oh, gosh, yeah. Uh, let me see here. I was going to hit a couple of things. Uh, obviously, uh, as we said in the first hour, and uh, Carter mentioned, your licenses expire. Please get your new license tomorrow so you will be legal in the state of Tennessee to hunt and fish and enjoy all the outdoor adventures. But uh, you get an extra day, which is today, so you can fish. Uh, let me see here. So if you haven't gotten your license, use the uh, on-the-go app or go to TWRA. And uh, this year, as I said before, you got a choice of two hard cards. If you want it, you don't have to buy it. If you don't want the hard card, you, it's not required. I like it because it's convenient. And you can choose a brown trout or two strutting toms. So they're going to change the uh, pictures every year. I don't. I've, I've got a bass this year. I don't know which one you got. Oh, uh, you got a lifetime. I don't have the lifetime. Okay. I, I just got. I didn't get the. I didn't get the hard card this past year. Okay. It's really convenient. I, I like the hard card because it, it <clears throat> it's in your wallet and it's like a credit card. It's not like a Walmart right. receipt because if if I've got a license, it's a Walmart receipt. I I tend to clear my wallet and I'll put that in. You know, and yeah. I won't have it with me. So. Well, uh, you and I were talking about it earlier, Rob. But I, I think it's important for the folks listening understand too that using that app uh when you purchase your license if you don't have your license on you for whatever reason you've got it there on your phone or on your device if you were to ever uh you know be questioned or anything like that so i think yep. uh, that's a that's a cool feature of the app too yeah you can check them out at www.gooutdoorstennessee.com if you need a new license or if you've got a uh lifetime license you're good to go yep you're good to go uh let's see here so the Cherokee chapter, which we've been talking about all morning, is going to be having their event at Chester Frost State Park, 5.30 p.m. next Saturday. Um, and it's always it's always such a fun event. It's always such a fun event. Um, and the kids, like you said, it's, it, it's sponsored. Kids are free, period. Right. If you're under 16 years old, bring a kid. They are free, yep. F-R-E-E, free. And that's because of a lot of people donating and stepping up and taking care of the kids. Yeah, if 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 I were to start naming them, I'd leave somebody out, so I'm not going to do that. But we cannot thank our sponsors, our Jake sponsors, enough. They make this possible or this event possible, and they allow us to pay for all the Jake's memberships, and allow those kids 16 and under to get in free, and they're and they're leaving with something, a prize in their hand. And if it wasn't for our sponsors, we we couldn't do it. So, again, if I started naming them, I'd leave somebody out. But it doesn't go unnoticed. Oh no, it doesn't. And this event's this event's really great. Um, and it, seriously, if you if you get the chance next Saturday, 
5.30 p.m., Chester Frost State Park, and they can get tickets how? Well, there's a couple ways. Um, if the, the best way, I think most of us have access to Facebook or to Instagram, but you can like us on Facebook. You can like us on Instagram. You can follow us there. Um, there's a link to the tickets online uh, on Facebook. You can go to NWTF, the main website for the National Wild Turkey Federation. You can look at events. And you'll find our chapter there. You can purchase your tickets online. You can show up at the door. We'll have paper tickets there. Or you can see a committee member. There's phone numbers on our Facebook page uh, that you can check out if you want to call somebody and hold your ticket. We can do that as well. You pick it up at the door. Uh, multiple ways to, to join us. We'll have about 300 to 350 people there. It's uh, warm and cozy. Right, Rob? Oh, always is. Always is. And some good barbecue normally. Good barbecue. Too. Good Live barbecue. auction, gun raffles silent auction uh, you know events for the kids J- just a lot of fun a family friendly event and we'd love to have you well you can attend on the 7th at Chester Frost State Park at 530 uh don has don has always done a really great job with uh kind of emceeing that yeah. and uh, i'm sure he will do a, another wonderful job this year but uh there are going to be guns so if you're interested in guns head on out if you're interested in hunts head on out too cuz uh I think last year one of the hunts was for youth only, and it was 100% free Yeah, for a kid who – and I think the requirement, the kid had never gone hunting, and they put the kids' names into that. And Again, grew. thanks to a sponsor. Yeah, so it's always wonderful to see those people step up, and, and especially getting out the youth because we're – in my opinion, we're, we're losing the youth to – Technology. Uh, technology, electronic devices, yep. and, and we've lost a lot of that, and we need to get the youth involved, so – uh, if you can take a boy or girl hunting or fishing or even bring them out to an event like this, it's always best if you can do that. It could spark their interest and change their life forever. And, I mean, you know, like you said, you know, get them, get them early. Yeah. And, and because, I mean, you said you didn't really get into hunting until you were in college. Right. But, you know, now I'm sure you've introduced your yes, three children to the I outdoors. So. I sure have. And they love it. Um, our, my youngest is five. We haven't gotten her out there yet. Uh, but my son uh, Cooper, my oldest daughter Ansley, have been in the woods. They've seen, uh, they've seen birds. Um, Cooper's actually been on a really good hunt, um, and it's been a couple years ago. We had the gun up, we had the tripod uh, for him to rest on. Mm-hmm. The birds coming in, and and he's he's probably at 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 twelve o'clock. We need him to go to ten o'clock. And when he goes to 10 o'clock, we move the gun, and the tripod falls. Thus, his gun does as well, and mm-hmm. the, the turkey spooks, and is gone. But Don was with us that morning, too, but it was classic. I mean, the bird was coming in perfect, just like what you uh, you want. And if it was me, you, Don, if it was an adult, we'd been fine. But the, the tripod uh, fell, and he wasn't able to squeeze the trigger. But uh, but he, he'll, he'll tell that story, and he, we've made a memory, and mm-hmm. he's ready to go exactly. back again. So that's... And that's what it's all about. That's you got to have about. those. You got to have those experiences, and that's what makes some unsuccessful hunts memorable. Hundred percent agree. A hunt. You don't have to kill something to be successful. You don't have to. Be, you don't have to catch something. You can just have fun being outdoors. That's right. You got a story to tell. Exactly. You're listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors. We will be right back. Chasing down the same long... 
Sportsman's Warehouse has always supported the Chattanooga community and all the local conservation groups, wild game dinners, youth events, and much, much more. Please go and see them today at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Because whatever you need, whether it's camping, fishing, hiking, or hunting, whatever you need for your outdoor adventures, you can get it at Sportsman's Warehouse. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Check them out at sportsmans.com. Sportsman's Warehouse, located at the corner of 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back to Tony Sanders Outdoors, except it's Rob Pritula Outdoors today. I'm your host, The Trout Professor, and we're wrapping it up this second hour. Scott, appreciate you coming in. Thank you so very much. Thanks for having us, Rob. We really appreciate it. And uh, all the plugs you give our chapter, you and Tony, fantastic partners. You attend our banquet. We can't be uh, more thankful for that. We really appreciate it. Oh, appreciate you coming in and talking about it. And speaking of which, you can go to the National Wild Turkey Cherokee Chapter Banquet at Chester Frost at 530 next Saturday, 530 p.m. Then on the 14th is the DU Green Wing event at Covey Creek Farms. That's going to start at about 11-ish. If you've got a son, daughter, niece, nephew, grandson, granddaughter, bring them out to this event because the kids can shoot BB guns. They can shoot shotguns. They can shoot bow and arrow. They can meet TWA officers. They can meet Georgia DNR officers. They can go fishing, and the lake has been, or the pond out there has been stocked with some three-pound trout. So there's a good chance one of these kids is going to hook into a monster fish. You can see us out there. Trout Unlimited will be out there. You can find us. There will be a drift boat. If you want the kids want to sit and row the drift boat, they're more than welcome to. We'll let them play in the drift boat and come by and see people tying fishing flies. Everything out there. There's going to be bicycling, all kinds of things. It's free for the youth. Uh, it's a dollar to register online, but they give that back to you, and each kid gets a great prize pack to go home with. Also on the 14th is the SCI Banquet. That's going to be at the Chattanooga Convention Center starting at 5.30 p.m. Also on the 14th is the International Fly Fishing Film Tour at Naked River Brewing Company. Doors open at 5 p.m. Tickets are $20. And that's at 7, uh, 1791 Reggie White Boulevard. Also on the 14th is the Teleco River Cleanup on the Hiawassee River. So you've got a lot to do on the 14th. You've got a lot to choose from. On the 21st is the New Salem Baptist Sportsman's Fish Fry out in Saudi Daisy. Tickets are $10. Speakers are going to be Randy Howell. Doors open at 5 p.m., and they are looking for fish. So if you are an angler and have some extra crappie and want to donate to a great cause, donate it to the New Salem Baptist Church out in Saudi. And then coming up April April 2nd is going to be the UTC Ducks Unlimited Banquet. That's going to be out at Southside Social. Doors open at 6 p.m. for that event. A lot going on on the 14th. A lot. One, two, three, four events possibly on the 14th. So pick and choose wisely. But be sure and get out to the DU Green Wing event. That's going to be great for kids. And be sure this Saturday to mark your calendars for the Cherokee Chapter Banquet, which is always awesome. And great sponsors like Sportsman's Warehouse and many, many others. And uh, fun, fun event. I, it's what I, I don't want to play favorites. I don't want to hurt Rocky Mountain Elk or right. – SCI or anything, but the the DU, uh, the National Wild Turkey is one of my favorites. DU has its own vibe. Uh, Friends of NRA has its own vibe. I really like the Wild Turkey Banquet. Always have. So We've been told that. It's a fun event. Uh, you, you mentioned it earlier. Don does a great job emceeing the event. A funny guy. Keeps the humor there. Oh, yeah. Um, we don't try to keep it too long. We, we, we you know keep the live auction at a, at a minimum if, if we can. 
lot of great uh, items out there, um, you know, for, for folks to purchase on the live auction. But we've got breaks in between, some comedy relief, got some live music, uh, you know, some guitar playing and, and singing there at, at the start. Um, just a fun event. And uh, always a good event. And they uh, also very veteran-centric. Yes. Uh, they recognize uh, all of our veterans who have served. They sure do. Give them a pen. We recognize yep. them, call them up front. Uh, very important. Always, always. And it's great that y'all are doing this. And uh, let me encourage everybody, uh, if you have a youth, son, daughter, or if you don't have one, find a neighbor's kid. Take them hunting or fishing. Introduce them to the outdoors. Heck, take them for a hike in the woods and just point out tracks. doesn't have to be anything specific. Just take them outdoors because we need the youth. They are the future, and we need to get these kids outdoors. Appreciate you listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tony will be returning next week as host of the show. I have been your host, Rob Pratula, the Trout Professor. Appreciate you listening. You're listening to Tony Sanders Outdoors, and we will see you next week. Never worry about the price of gas. I've been wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in. You have been listening to a podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.